Board Game Alliance podcast of 2020. Somebody's well rested. That's right. (laughs) I am your host, Joey, the predator of pretty and precious presents and packages perched precariously underneath a pine cone holder the size of a plentiful pro. Pro. I don't. No! It skipped off. This isn't fair. The word was on half of the. I'm your host, Joey Dees, and Sean and Josh have got me for the first time this year. Starting off the year right, baby. You messed uh, up on your favorite words, though. I, uh, I don't even want to go into it. <laughs> the end is, in this case of war, Pachydium. Pachydium? Pachydium? War elephant. Oh, I don't know. There's, there's C's and H's involved. You guys got me. Of course, joining me is Josh Utley of the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing great now. Sean at Percent of Thing 12 Games. Oh, hey, hey. And of course, Vicky B running the boards. I am not well rested. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we have a great episode with two special guests joining us live in studio. But Josh, how can the Geek Nationals get a hold of us? Well, they can just go to bjgeeknation.com and get all the podcasts, blogs, interviews, videos, links, and more. 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 Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes, where I've seen a few reviews come in. Oh, They're like pretty it. nice. I Aww. think we might might be time for a drawing. <gasps> Although I haven't seen one politely disparaging Sean yet. What? <laughs> I like that it has to be politely disparaging. Politely disparaging. Yes, <laughs> yes. If, you, if anybody politely disparages Sean in a five-star review, uh, then there will be a board game in your future. Wow. Hey, do I qualify? <laughs> no. Oh man, <laughs> I want a board game. You have plenty. All right, you qualify. I, I will disagree. send. I will send you seals of Cthulhu. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Is that one he already has? <laughs> yes. It, well, that's one he made. <laughs> he has, he has uh, pallets of it. You, got, you know what you should do for great... Oh, sorry. Like, I was thinking of the other one. Sorry. <laughs> for great jokes, you should take Sean's games and remake them yourself, reskin them, and then send them back to him as a nice little fool's joke. You know, that's not illegal. Really? The court's yeah. ruled. Yep. I could put anything I want on it and <laughs> steal his mechanics. And uh, the world uh, is going to wait on that. <laughs> But of course, guys, we just got back from the holidays, which means we're probably doing a little gaming. Yeah? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I was everyone's bitch over the uh, holidays. So I did a lot of painting. So you rolled some and, dice. No. And no moving and uh, boxes and stuff. But I may or may not have gotten some really cool old school games that I will talk about in a future episode because I don't know if they're worth anything. Ooh. Ooh. If any of them starts with hero and ends with quest, I have dibs. Okay, they do not. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> so close. Didn't even get the 50-50 on that one. But I do what, want to hear about you guys gaming. I played one game. I played a game Ooh. we actually talked about uh, once or twice on the podcast. Cover Your Kingdom. Oh, it's oh, so nice good. Game. Guys, Cover Your Kingdom is very interesting to me because there's a lot of uh, kind of like steal your stuff, hide your stuff aspect to the game. And I was playing with my sister, her boyfriend, and my dad. Very different dynamics oh, on yeah. when you play board games <laughs> with those three people. Literally everyone doing their own strategy. And my sister's boyfriend probably had a monster stolen every turn from him <laughs> to the point where he just looked at his kingdom. Nothing. Gone. The mountains were empty. The valleys were empty. Well, he has to keep your dad happy. He is, you know, your sister's boyfriend. Very true. That is precisely how I play. Really? <laughs> yeah, they take everything from me. They're, they're horrible people. <laughs> it was a great game. Came down to the wire. Uh, I thought I had won. 
My sister thought she had won. And do you guess who won? I wonder. Uh, Freaking BJ won! Boo. Namesake (laughs) on the podcast somehow pulled it out. He was stealing unicorns left and right. Did he complain about how picked on he was the entire game? Oh, he complained a lot. Oh, of course. It was like a a speech every time you went after one of his units. He was always like, the Vulcans are my people. And then in the next round, the ogres are my people. Like They're not all your people. Is this the uh, very punny game? Yes. Oh, Oh, I do like this game. (laughs) Yeah, this game is super mean. And the irony is that the people that made that, Grandpa Beck's games, are the nicest sweetest, kindest, helpful people you'll ever meet. Then why do they meet you? (laughs) Because they're sweet. (laughs) Did you see his uh, customer service story from Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A a grandmother in, I believe, South Carolina? Yeah. Somewhere deep south. Um, Purchased the game on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And she put a review up, and it was three stars, some some lesser review, and said... It looks like a really fun game, but these rules, I, I can't do it. I, you know, help. He saw it. He contacted her b- with FaceTime and telephone calls and text, taught her the game. Aww. And she reposted a new review of five stars. Oh, that's, that's very sweet. Awesome. Yeah. So, You're right. They are really nice. The, yeah, the nice. grandpa of Grandpa Beck's games actually puts his cell phone number as part of their contact and over Christmas when people were getting their games and if they had questions, they would send him text messages and he'd sit there and respond to them and, hey, here's the answer to that. Yeah, they're just the nicest people you could ever meet. So we played the game before they had constellations and you get bonuses for all the the, the kind of uh, creature types Mm -hmm. and everything. And I have to say, from the original version that we got to play at Zulu's Mm -hmm. uh, to where it is now, I mean, I love it. It, There is so much more depth to what you want to do in that game where you get driven to, you know, get certain monsters but then also fight, obviously, everyone (laughs) for their monsters. But... I loved it. I mean, I really, it's really not that hard to play after you understand how to get, you know, and cover your, your, your kingdom, if you will. Yep. But man, let me tell you, those last rounds, when you get to the end of the deck, and <laughs> you, you start brutal. thinking, I don't get to draw any more cards, but what if they take my unicorns? It's like, no. Or my dragons. My dragons. They were so cocky. Your unicorns. <laughs> yes. My dragons. My dragons. <laughs> but so, I had a great time playing that game. I'll tell you that much. So since we last recorded... I got a couple of gameplays in. Couple. I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go over them real quick. Oh boy! Ready? Uh, well, rapid fire. <laughs> Ready? All right. Rapid fire. Mari Carbo, Mutants, Star Trek Ascendancy, Scythe, Champions of Midgar, Battlestar Galactia, Sanctum, Coloma, War of Whispers, Edge of Darkness, Reavers of Midgar, four times. The Resistance, yeah. XCOM, the board game, Res Arcana, three games of code names, Coloma. Another Reavers of Midgard, Ragusa, Steampunk Rally, Dragon Scales, Dice of Pirates, In the Hall of the Mountain King, Clank Legacy, and Dice of Dragons. Did you say Coloma twice? I did, but I did play it twice, so okay. that helps. <laughs> oh, Fair and enough. a game of The Resistance. Again. <laughs> Where BJ lost, and I won, so I was happy. Wow. Two times. You played The Resistance with BJ over a holiday break? Well, it was that or go home to nine children in the house. That's fair. Wow, that is a tough decision. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, 50-50. Don't know which one's the worst the or evil. I'd rather go you know, hang out with nine kids than go play Resistance with BJ. My daughter did actually go with me for that game of Resistance, and she played with us, and she was the commander, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw her pointing at me. 
Oh, no. Because I was a spy. (laughs) She's out on you. I called her. So they technically won the game, but then we assassinated her. (laughs) You killed your daughter like a good father should. Hey, with the resistance. (laughs) What do you do? If it goes anything like our family dynamic of the resistance, it's me just yelling for about 30 minutes. (laughs) Just kill BJ. It's worth it. (laughs) So I can tell you 99% of those games I played are very, very good, with one exception. I'll leave that to you to figure out. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Can I get the list again? No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to make you go through that. What about you, Sean? Did you play uh, actually, anything I, ever? I did, yeah. Uh, actually, during the holiday break, we went over to eastern Washington to visit our family and friends, and I got a couple of plays in. Uh, the thing that I enjoyed the most that we played was uh, Medieval Academy. Uh, it's an, a little bit of an older game, but it's basically uh, you're going up these different tracks uh, on a bunch of different tiles. You're playing cards at your hand. There's a drafting element to it. And it's it can be a really mean game because some tracks you want to be the first in and some you want you want to be make sure that you're not in the very end on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because very end, you're going to take negative points versus getting positive points in other places. So it's all about, well, do I play this card now? Because it's going to push me up, but then someone else may come along and you know be in my spot. And if they're in my spot, they are the one that's in first place. That was one of my favorite parts about Game of Thrones is having to ante for position on the track every yeah. round because it made you think because <laughs> yep. you don't want to get last because yep. you need a little power. <laughs> and you don't get to play all your cards. There's always one card that you won't play. So it's like you've got this really tight decision making, but it's like it's super easy to learn, super fast. You know, gameplay, it's like 20, 30 minutes or so. Um, really just fantastic game. Uh, it sounds fun, and that's the perfect amount of game time. I always thought 30 minutes is just long enough if you're teaching someone a game to the end of the game, you know, that yep. they won't lose, you know, focus, but they also won't feel overwhelmed, and they'll actually want to finish the game so that you can beat them. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did say we had uh, uh, some guests in studio, and I think we would, ha- we, I, we would be mistaken not to ask Donna, of course, of the great OrcaCon. I'm calling you the <laughs> end game boss of OrcaCon. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty accurate, actually. Um, she joins us live in studio, and I feel, what, have you been playing i mean you gotta be playing some games over the break yes what's time (laughs) (laughs) what's free time what is that no i uh we've actually played a number of games some of them we've been teaching new people which is always my favorite so we're bringing out like Tesoro, tick to ride you know things like that that are really accessible but uh, we've been playing tapestry a lot i really like that game and i picked up for barry i picked up irish gauge Irish oh, game. Yeah. What is yes, that? it's uh, it's a rails game, but it's not with crayons. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit different, but it's also a little. Um, there's a lot of bidding involved and things like that. So I'll bring it to OrcaCon, so that way, if you want to borrow it and you know oh, and play cool. it and stuff like that, and uh, I've been showing off parks to people more. I got the nice uh, play mat with it when I was at Gen Ooh. Con. I love the little extras you can get with the board games. I know. Now. Yeah, I walked up to the booth and uh, and these guys like, "Do you want a play mat?" And I was like, "Why would you ask that?" <laughs> and, he looked at me and I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. They always do that. They, would you like this? And you look and you're like, "I mean, I, yeah, now I want it." <laughs> yeah, it's like going to the wingspan booth. You oh, know, it's just gosh. like <gasps> all of these things that I want. And they're like, "But we have these things and this things." And sorry, we sold out. But you can get on a wait list for these other things, like getting an actual nest. You can get nests. You can get nests to put your eggs in. Wow! Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. then all of a sudden, your mind exploded. You're like, I can do anything with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm full of Kickstarters right now. So I got the um, Tesoro Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix Rising. Rising. Yeah, yeah, Phoenix Rising. So yeah. we played through with that. Ray was in here not too long ago. Ray wears of Calliope. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, you know yeah, I got my games. ass handed to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I'm losing this game? I know, I've been there. I, these guys, te- I swear, they teach me a new game every week or something, and I I mean, I like to pretend, I think I won, I won Kemet. Kemet was one of the games that I did win the first time playing. Uh, uh, just announced Kemet 2.0, Blood and Sand. Woo! Yeah, whole yeah, new edition. Really? A whole, a whole redo of Kemet. Oh, I love it. So, they, but I I was, yeah, we just, I just, I don't know how people keep up with all these games. I try to win, I try to employ some sort of strategy from game to game, and it never works. That's very easy. It's the cult of the new. Oh, God. You yeah. set up your idol, it's it's a picture of Eric playing, <laughs> and you anything new that comes out, that's what you play. Yes, I got a question for Donna. So sure. you were playing a lot of Tapestry. Uh, were you playing with any of the new revisions? Because I know Stonemeyer announced some like I some don't tweaks. No, ah. so because Barry's one of the um, they have a like a mailing list and a preferred club or whatever. So he gets all that. So he may have done that and already taught it to us, and ah, I just don't know. Just folded it in. Right. Yeah, nice. yeah, I think he did that. Either way, it was probably really fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've played a few times, and I've done, even when I haven't done well, like I made bad decisions, um, I still had fun. And yeah. to me, that's the, that's the whole thing. Yeah, I like when yeah. then, when, <laughs> there's definitely, you can tell in games, where you have fun and lose, and where you're not having any fun, and you know you're going to lose, <laughs> and you're like, uh, I don't know. But yeah, I do love those games where it does tend to lean towards the learning aspect of it. You're like, oh, man, I know exactly what I did wrong here. I want to play again. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I had that look on my face because sometimes when th- things get a little fiddly, you know, there's lots of bits. And oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, God, this is going to take forever. So uh, ask me how long it takes to set up. Uh, what is that new game uh, from Fantasy Flight? But essentially you build your own Frankenstein monsters. Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Abomination. Like yeah. And it, it, 45 minutes later, I wasn't done setting it. This is for demos at PAX <laughs> Unplugged. And I was like, oh, my God. It's got a long setup for sure. Yeah, so I was thinking this was going to take a long. But it's a Stonemaier game. So it really it looks like it's going to be, you know, a, a bit more fiddly and difficult than it was. And it was pretty straightforward. You know, learning what you, what everything does. Once you've got that, then it's really easy to figure out what tracks you need. And I like that it has the flexibility of where you start out like, oh, you're going to start out with the science track. But by the way everything goes, maybe you need to do this discovery track. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you can kind of change it up and not be stuck. Yeah, you have a, a, an identified theme, but you can right. also kind of merge out a right. little bit. Yeah, yeah. That, you need branches. I said, when you're building a tree, <laughs> I like to do the main thing, but sometimes I want to do something stupid, you know? Yep. Maybe go off on a different direction. But uh, we do have uh, you in here to talk a little bit sure. more about sure. a lovely con coming up this weekend, I believe. This coming next, yeah. yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. a couple days. We'll be on site yes. on Wednesday. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow, tomorrow. Uh, but yes, I mean, I, setup, imagine alone is going to be crazy, but why don't you just tell us a little bit about the con in general, and it is here in the Pacific Northwest, because right, we, we right. are a Washington-based podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, OrcaCon is a three-day game convention. We're open 24 hours once we open on Friday, and we're focused on diversity, inclusion, and accessibility. The accessibility is a huge thing for us. What about that? Is, is it just because you just know that people are going to need to get there? <laughs> well, exactly? just like well, you're at the show, you know, little things like um, this year we purchased uh, scent-free soaps. Oh. And oh, so cool. uh, w- one of the things you'll feel notice, because I know that you folks go to a lot of cons. What? Is that <laughs> <laughs> I know. Imagine. <laughs> is that um, we've put it where um, all of our main aisles, two wheelchairs can get by each other with companions. Wow. You know? oh, wow. So the way that we do the whole layout of the place and having the quiet room with the quiet gaming area outside it, um, 
by bringing in all the food trucks. So, oh, what? I would like to apologize for the year that we were on the quiet floor and it was me and BJ playing a game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We yeah. moved. We were, I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, do not put anywhere. BJ in the quiet room. We didn't know it was the quiet floor. We, we ignored the clearly posted sign. Well, now we have, uh, so the good thing is, because we are volunteer run, is that I've got somebody who does signage and important things that have to do with roads and architects and things and so she's like i'll do all the signs i was like yay so we're gonna have better signs this year oh no your signs were there we were just <laughs> we were just okay, the important part is i have a volunteer who's heading up the quiet room there nice. we go oh, cool. yeah so she's gonna make sure that you know everything is cool and so you're gonna put up a picture of bj and <laughs> not allowed not, not allowed, allowed. No you, with a little circle with a slash through it like ixnay no yeah, and I asked it plainly because I wanted to know because it's one of those things people don't really even think about a lot of the times. Yep. All the different kind of things that might affect people or, like you said, your um, ability to allow anyone into the convention. I mean, it, it, like I said, a ramp itself might not come to people's minds. Soap, I would never have thought of soap myself, to be quite honest. It's something yep. that could you know, take away from someone's con experience. And like I said, uh, exclu- our inclusivity is your whole idea, right? Everyone right. should be able to be uh, able to show up, have a good time. Play a board game without hopefully BJ or any of these guys. No, <laughs> everyone there, because we do like to cause a little trouble when we play board games. Mostly I don't arguments. know what you're talking about. The cops are never called. <laughs> no, no. Well, In I Philadelphia. Mean, it's, it's really nice because, um, you know, one of the things I'm doing this year, what I think is important, is that um, not only are we going to have three all-gender restrooms, so we're going to have one on the first floor, and then we've got with a quiet room, and then there's the VIP lounge that has one up there, too. But they're also more wheelchair accessible. In the two suites. Oh, nice. Because nice. the heavy doors of this 1980s hotel, it's kind of hard for some people to try to get through. So we've made more spaces and we're putting menstruation products. So we've got tampons mm-hmm. and pads in every single restroom. Wow. wow. So really no matter awesome. where you are. So um, if you menstruate, you can go to any rest- any OrcaCon restroom and be set because that's like the worst thing that could happen to you. Well, not right. the worst thing that could happen to you, but, <laughs> but that's a pretty overwhelming kind of thing. We can't give out, you know, ibuprofen and aspirin because we're not healthcare professionals and stuff. But the hotel has a, a kit, mm-hmm. you know, and has a little store and stuff. So uh, I think one of the things that um, I feel like anyone that has even like thought about it, like, I don't know, maybe I should go to a con, like if they're like, curious at all. OrcaCon is the perfect one to go to because, like you said, it is super inclusive. Um, even if you don't have any friends, you just want to like, kind of go by, by yourself, but you're like, I don't know. There's uh, cards and, and signs that are out that people are willing to teach people games. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be groups there that will be like demoing games for people that they can sign up for. Um, if you get a game and you're looking for a teacher, there's a sign for that. So, I mean, you can easily get into stuff and play things. And everybody is so helpful and uh, just, you know, welcoming. It's just, it's one of my favorite cons to start off the year. Yeah. I, I, one of the things I love about that, just to put on the game, is that we have game hosts who do nothing but walk around and teach people how to play games. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that, that's all that's all they do. And that's what they love to do. So that's fun. That's not a bad job. Yeah. <laughs> and these guys know that, for me, food is an important part of life. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes to cons and food, yeah, if you're in Philadelphia, you got the Reading Terminal. That is a great place. Uh, but up here, the best con with the best food has the best food trucks on constant rotation. Yes. And that's OrcaCon. Yeah, I just added two more to the schedule. Oh, nice. So if you go back to orcacon.org under hotel, it'll say food trucks, and you can go and look at see the whole schedule. And then um, we may have some more kind of float in and out 
around these, but they're all going to be rotating times, which they didn't before. It was just like they're here or they're not here. So we're going to rotate them out. Hannah's got a gold schedule for them. And, uh, yeah, so it's exciting. And that's part of the accessibility, too, is having inexpensive food. Sorry, I just saw Kiss My Grits. and Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have food that is um, gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan. We've got a halal truck. Oh, so we it. have we have all these different ways that we can be, um, you know, including people into our thing. And then, of course, there's, um, you know, there's lots of stuff around Bellevue to go. And so the free parking helps because people don't have to worry about leaving and paying money to park and things like that. As somebody who works in Seattle, I hate paying for parking. Yes. <laughs> yeah, as I say, I've been to the Bellevue Hilton, I think, twice now, and it's it's amazing. I yeah. mean, it's a great location. It's a great hotel. And as you said, free parking. You really can't go wrong at that point. And you've got food trucks that are already there. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sold. I want all the food. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, we have one more thing we definitely need to do. Uh-oh. So we had Extra Life. Yes. And OrcaCon graciously donated two VIP badges, by far one of our most popular raffles. We put that in its own raffle. We nice. did that aside. That wasn't in the general raffle. And I believe it was as full as the general or more full than the general raffle. And we nice. had some really good general raffle games. And uh, we do know Austin and Valentina Pribble won that. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, you should have seen them. <laughs> oh, it was, they, they were they, praying. They, they literally put magic in because I think I, I was the one that drew that ticket. And she's like, draw my ticket. I'm like, I'm drawing what I'm drawing. I'm mixing them up in there. And I pull it out. And I swear to God, I did one of those cartoon faces where my jaw hits the floor. <laughs> and they're like, no. And I'm, I had to turn the ticket around. I'm like, <laughs> it's you guys. You did the magic. I don't know what they did. They you know, were the eyes so pop happy. Out. Ooh, nah. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. they just put in that many tickets in. <laughs> well, being a uh, uh, the VIP package, oh my God. They One, it's one of their favorite cons. Mm-hmm. They get to go, and they hadn't planned on being able to this year. But now, they're not only going, they're going in style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. so it's really nice. We've got a VIP lounge up there. Uh, Wizards of the Coast has uh, donated a lot of stuff to us for the VIP swag bags. Ooh, oh, that's cool. So I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, they're also going to have some special surprises at their booth this year in our community row. Ooh. I love surprises. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, you helped us with, uh, we raised a lot of money this year at Extra Life. We've beat yeah. our goal every year. And thanks to you, one of the most popular prizes Woo! there was. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, All for really a great nice. kid. And, and, and I love it because the shirt is going to be so beautiful and vibrant this year. I don't know if you've seen Aaron's work. No, I haven't. Um, Aaron Bowersock, he is our artist guest of honor, and he just had a baby, or his oh, wife had a baby, congrats. so he's actually not going to get to go. Oh. But uh, but we hired him to do our con shirt this year. So if you go to popmuertos.com, you can see all of his art. And if you poke around enough on its Instagram, you can see the orca. Oh, nice. That's going to be um, on the front of the cover of our program. And there's a PDF download of a full color program on the website. Oh, that's so sweet. You can check out that. He, he did an orca. And so he oh. licensed the orca to us. And it's adorable. So you can just buy his art and support him and his new baby. That's awesome. And his baby. Oh. And his baby. <laughs> now, so I, I want to confirm this is a 24 hour con, yeah. as I've been told. Now, no, two I'm gentlemen stuck. to my left <laughs> have done more than 24 hours straight of caving. Well, yeah, 25 hours. What's wrong with that? Nothing Check. wrong with that, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, right? I guess. If you look up the stream, our last game we were playing was Just One. And oh, no. I think Rev commented, like, Josh has mastered the art of board game sleeping with his eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, yes, it was rough that last hour. 
Because Just One is a great game when you everybody has energy. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're like, I can't think of can't think of a word. word at all. More or less, just one word. There are no words. I have no idea what word could go with red. That's, that's a very uncommon word. <laughs> well, Josh struggles with words anyway. I do. So, yeah. That's only spelling, grammar, and speaking. So I was wondering yeah. <laughs> what crazy things you've seen at any kind of a con, or are you expecting anything odd, or do you think you're going to see these guys up at you know four in the morning playing probably Twilight Imperium well, for whatever reason? <laughs> I won't see them because I'm a responsible adult and will be asleep. Smart. I there like you, you already. <laughs> Donna's not an insane person like uh, us. <laughs> well, you know, I just turned 55, and I just can't do that anymore. So it's like I, I can do a certain amount of here's the con, here's all the people, here's the games, and then I'm done. Well, I got to tell you, 55, you're setting the bar high. I'm, yeah. let you know. I'm 31 and I'm like, man, I got to tell you, that bed, 5 p.m. is looking real nice. <laughs> yeah, just like about 9 o'clock, I'm like, okay, time to start winding down. Yeah. You know, just like you wind down your kids for naps, you know, for sleep. It's like that's about time I start winding myself down. And Well, plus, I mean, all the work that she puts into, you know, putting this all together and just making this happen, that's an exhausting lead up. So, yeah, like, yeah, we lose our uh, minds just <laughs> prepping for a one day event. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to coordinate all our great volunteers we have for that. And you guys are 10 times what we're even thinking about or more. Yeah, so. it's it's a full-time job for me. And I don't get paid because we're all volunteers. We're a Washington nonprofit. And uh, we're going to honor 501c3, which will be great because then we'll be able to get a lot more sponsorship and That's bring cool. more stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have a day job that I'm on the road. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I work for Catan Studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Catan, Settlers Catan. Mm-hmm. And so I'm on the road a lot. Star Fairs of a Catan. <laughs> I know. Well, we'll have it at uh, we'll have it at OrcaCon. Yeah. Well, you mentioned you like teaching games. Is there any game that you are hoping to teach in Excess uh, uh, this weekend? Um, well, actually, yes. I've done. I've got a game of Dragon Age RPG. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. a two-hour introductory to that, and then I'm also doing two sessions of Catan. But I'm also running the Catan National Qualifier on Saturday. Oh. So that's an all-day event. So the person who wins that wins a seat at the National at Origins. And if you win the national, you get to go to the world championship in Malta. Wow! Oh, wow. Cow. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a world championship for Catan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're if you're listening and you're like, I'm the Catan guy, you better get to OrcaCon yeah. and prove it. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, good. speaking of Catan, so um, we used to have all of this uh, big 3D stuff that Mayfair had built out. So these big like styrofoam and like little figures and stuff. And we didn't know what to do with it since we now have these big carpet or the big click-together games that we use the uh, when we're doing shows. And so they're like, well, we don't know what to do all this. And I was like, send it to me. We'll take it to OrcaCon. Oh. So we're going to have like a big giant yes. 3D Orca, you know, made out of styrofoam and, you know. Oh, little trees cool. and the fanciest sheets Catan and stuff. you've ever seen. Yeah, well, it ain't very fancy, but it's it's gonna be big. But it's huge. It's yeah, huge. Yeah, that That's makes awesome. it fancy. See, Joey enjoys the giant Jenga too. I do. I think he just likes pushing it over. I think that. Well, as a, a giant man over six feet tall, I tend to smush things. So the bigger they are, the more likely I'm not to smush them. So yeah. So what we're, if we don't have all the parts for everything, it's basically we're gonna put it out on the free table and just say, hey, keep some souvenirs. And then we'll keep the one set that we have that's fully complete. <laughs> Love it. Wow. I, cool. I, like most people, got into board gaming because of Catan and uh, yep. Risk and that kind of a thing. So I know the plague of having too many sheep, as I like to say. <laughs> I don't know how whenever I play Catan, but I was a sheep herder. <laughs> that's all I ever had. Well, that does you well if you're playing Star Fairs. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. Seafarers. Yeah, Seafarers. Yeah, yeah I should have been not playing Starfarers. Starfarers. Space we'll help you out sheep. <laughs> sheep in space. Oh, sorry. We may have a game here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
I can't hear. I can't hear any of it. Don't tell me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, a fancy flight can get away with the dog Cthulhu one and. <laughs> And, uh, oh, I know. That's just so so wonderful that they did that. And it's a charity, so I don't get any kind of like employee discount or anything on that one. It's all go- all the money goes to charity. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to OrcaCon this weekend. You guys, I'm. I don't even have to ask oh, you man, guys. I'm so I excited. Know. I live in Everett, but I got a hotel room. If that tells you <laughs> anything about how much gaming I intend to do this weekend. Yeah, there's a ton of people from Seattle that come over, and they're just like, well, you know, nobody likes to go from the east side to the west side anyway. That's true. They're like, it's so far. And I'm like, it's 20 minutes. It's so far. <laughs> I used to be that way, too. I can't, I don't blame them. There's people coming down from Canada, too, uh, yeah. like Board Games Alive. They, uh, mm-hmm. They're big fans of OrcaCon, so they drive all the way down from Vancouver to, yeah. to be a part of it just because Orca. Con is so much fun. It's it's the one that I myself personally don't plan on working. I like I just want to play games with everybody, have fun, and kind of kick the year off, just having a great time. Well, that's like the shout out to Lackey. You know, yeah. everybody knows Lackey, and um, and he's like, "What can I do?" And I said, "Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and play games." When, and which he does really good. But what did he do? Now he's volunteering for Library of Alexandria. Oh, I'm like, there you dang, never. When we talked at Pax Unplugged. And you filled me in on Lackey's responsibility he shouldn't have. I've been hounding him and writing him. It's like, and you're not working. And then, yeah, he told me he loopholed it the other day. And I was like, nah, oh. Lackey. Donna <laughs> gave me one mission and I can't complete that. Ah, that's all right. Partial credit. <laughs> well, you have another mission is to enjoy the Blackfish Stout on tap in the Whoa. bar from Sailor's Sea Brewing. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay, mission, uh, consider that complete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so Jeff started doing a stout for us a few years ago, like when we first started at OrcaCon. So the hotel gets it from him, and then they'll have it on tap. Wow. So be sure to do that. We're also going to have Bellevue Brewing has, I think, a wheat coming in Ooh. a can. And then we're also going to have Locust Cidery. Is bringing in cider. Yeah, I love cider. So be sure that you uh, do that. Go up there and have some and tell all your friends so we can make sure to have it again for next year. We have already signed the 2021 contract. Nice. Oh, nice. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. And so as a note, there is going to be activities going on at the Red Lion next door. So we have some scheduled things that are happening and a lot of open play space over there. So if you don't find anything in the main hotel, you can always just go over there. You can park over there because the guy owns the same hotels. He owns both of them. And so oh, nice. next year, you know, well, 2021, yeah, next year, is that we're going to rent all of their event space. Wow. wow. So we're going to have a much bigger place for Adventures League because they fill up lots of tables. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> no one ever complained about more tables. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is this all this empty yeah. areas for us to use? <laughs> oh, it's so thing. convenient. Oh, I'm upset. I never believe it. You ever walk and you you set up con spaces all the time. You probably know you walk and you see all the space and you go, man, we just we overdid it again this year, guys. And then the next <laughs> thing you know, every table's full. <laughs> yeah, we just you know, it's like you walk in there and you're like, oh my god, I hope people show up. And yeah. then you know, two hours later, you're like, oh my god, there's nowhere to sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did we not prepare? for this and you're like two hours ago you said we had too many tables like, yeah ah. yeah no the the all the the folks all do a good job you know all my volunteers i mean i'm i'm the face and i get to do the fun stuff you know i mean i do a lot of work but i couldn't do it without all the other people who volunteer to help out 
And we say that too all the time, when, especially in board game cons in particular, is that their their volunteers usually are you know avid gamers. You know, yeah. they love to talk about board games, they love to play board games. So it's not one of those things where you're walking up to you know a judge at some sort or like a referee. No, these people want to be there. They want to play. Yeah. So it's uh, it's such a nice place. And I grew up playing Magic Gathering with similar kind of community. Very nice people, always ready to play games and teach. Everyone really nice except four-year-old Joey. For, except for me, the Tarzan <laughs> kid. I got a name for th- singing the Tarzan theme song as I would beat people, which apparently was not very um, polite back nice. when I was a six-year-old. Right. But I have to I have to brag because I love this story your dad tells. Uh, he was that kid. He barely could read, and he would play magic, and he'd be like asking his opponent, like, what does that say? He's like, okay, well, I'm going to use this on you. And yeah. he would just go on and kick these grown men's asses. And they would be so pissed. Oh, they'd be so angry. But it was a nice safe space. (laughs) And and of course, he was very, you know, a very dignified and collected winner. Oh, yes. Of course. No. 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 He was a little six-year-old. So you were the running around. Oh, yeah. In your face. Oh, just bop, 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 bop. And they were just like, why is your kid sounds like George the Jungle. Yeah, I was that's George the Jungle, buddy. Oh, what do you know? That was what I was singing then, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Watch no. out for that tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I was, I was a very nice kid. No, yeah, that's still my favorite <laughs> but, story. <laughs> I mean, but I will tell you, like when I grew up as a kid, that community I always relied on because they were all always they always helped me. You know, no, they were always very inclusive. They never, you know, shunned me away for whatever reason. Never to any of my friends for that matter. Mm-hmm. And they were always reliable when I would show up to these events. And my my parents knew that. They, they became almost like cousins or uncles or aunts, all my friends and all you know the people there. So when I hear something like this, same idea. It's all about building family, you know, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because it only takes one person to help you build a friendship, and that friendship can become a family when you get introduced to everyone else, you know? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things that, that I love is that, um, you know, we have a lot of PAX enforcers and GDC, which is a game developer conference in San Francisco. So we have a lot of those volunteers, which gives us um, a – a certain standard of volunteerism of people are like, how can I help? Yeah. How can I help? Versus other cons you go to, everybody's like, no, 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 you can't do this. You can't do that. I don't care. I don't know. And so, you know, I, I just like, I just made the con I always wanted to go to. That's awesome. Where everybody was happy and friendly. You succeeded. (laughs) Yay. There's also the play to win. Play to win's amazing. Like if you've got, you know, some people like maybe your budget's a little tight or whatever, uh, you get to just play these games and your name gets tossed into basically, you know, a bucket and they do drawings for everyone that's played those games. You get a chance to win it. Wow, That's and there's awesome. a great big list. Thing. Like um, yeah. my little site is on here. Oh, nice! Yeah, That's an yeah, we got game. that too. Um, I need to update the website to the list um, because we get them in every day, and we'll still be getting them in when. It's um, uh, so my mom who moved up here, and she's living with us, and she's coming up Friday, so she's bringing anything that shows up Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> Wow. She's going to bring that with her on Friday morning. Oh, so, oh, yeah, nice. Thursday is our day of punching games. <laughs> <laughs> I may know another publisher that has a couple of games for you. That's fine. We'd, we'd love to have them. <laughs> you can't go wrong with more games. That's kind yeah. of our motto here. <laughs> Was I just in their office? You may have been. Okay, I know who he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, and we're always looking for uh, donations of games for our volunteers. Oh, yeah. Because they work really, really hard. And, you know, we get them a pass and we get them a shirt and they have a little lounge and... Um, and they're they're just doing this because they they love it and they have fun and and they like to give back to the community. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, Donna, thank you so much for coming in and giving us more information about OrcaCon. I know we're all excited here. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, so excited. 
I don't even want to know how many hours they're going to play. <laughs> 24 hours a day is not a limit that I'd want to put on these guys, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, they, they've broken records before. <laughs> I don't even want to go to work. I just want to go to the con. Hey. Can I hang out early? Sure, I'll yeah. put some tables up and, we'll, we'll put and you play to, on We'll them. put you to work. Oh, boy. Deal. Yeah, you show up, we'll put you to work. He may require food. <laughs> oh, Josh, take us away. Well, especially at the con, especially the nicest con in town, play nice. Hashtag patchy derm.